This is the author. 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 Penguin Random House Audio presents. This is the author. This is the author. This is the author. Writing a book is hard. Narrating your audio book is, well, we'll let the author tell you about it. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Amy Thielen, author of Give a Girl a Knife. This story is really about homecoming. It's about cooking and getting into the world of cooking in all its so many crazy, wild places. I mean, from home cooking to the kitchens of New York City to farmhouse kitchens and warehouse squat kitchens, this book really shows how you can cook well or you can learn something about cooking anywhere you are. But for me, I really wrote it because I still had things to figure out about myself and about why Aaron and I moved back home when it seemed like a little bit of an irrational pull. It seemed a little too strong, stronger than it should have been. You know how it is like now. It's like in your late 30s, your nostalgia for home shouldn't be so strong that you leave your whole career and move back to the cabin you vacated in your 20s, you know. But that's pretty much just what we did. And in doing that, I feel like I learned a lot about myself, about my relationship with Aaron, and about cooking. I learned so much. I learned so much about the roots of American cooking. And what it looks like for me might not be the same as what it looks like for somebody else from another place, but I think it's a valuable point of view. And this book is really also about all the people who taught me something along the way. It's full of all of these like very wise and funny old-timers and people that I ran into, including my grandmother, but also just strangers at times. Aaron and I, we took a lot of road trips, and we would just like pop into people's lives. I guess we were guileless enough at that age to do that, but it taught me a lot. And so this book is about that journey, and it's about learning from mentors, some of them the obvious mentors like chefs who taught me how to cook, and some of them just, you know, people we ran into on the road like Renee Doucette or Ruth Ivanenko or our neighbor, Leo Kieber. It's like, uh, you know, it's like life. You just run into people. They share something with you, and it changes your path. Narrating my audiobook was a little harder than I thought it would be. I was looking forward to the challenge of reading. I like to read, but you have to take every sentence one by one. I found that part easy enough, but actually what was a little bit trying was reliving the book and the emotions again. And there were a few times that were just a little hard for me to read emotionally, <laughs> not physically. But um, I think it was a good process. Was there a word I didn't know how to pronounce? I found that there were so many words that I only say in my head and never aloud. Like, um, let me think. <laughs> I can't think of any. I should have kept a list because I need to practice these words. Insouciant. Insouciant. That's one. Balearic Islands, which I don't even think I'm saying right right now. What else? The word S-W-O-L-L-E-N. I pronounce as swollen when it should be swollen. Listening to this audiobook, I would say the thing I'm proudest of or most excited for people to listen to 
is my Mario Loninger impression. <laughs> he was my first major chef mentor, and he was from Austria. And so in my real life, I often do a Mario voice, and it's, Ami, what are we cooking here? He kind of drops some gerunds, you know. It's a little bit, his English is great, but it's his own. And actually, I hope that Mario listens to it because I hope that he gets the affection I still have for him and the gratitude that I have for him teaching me so well how to cook. Who is my dream narrator, dead or alive? Does that include, like, real characters? Because if I had to pick an actress working today, I would probably say Anna Kendrick because I love her. But my real answer is that I would want somebody like Miss Piggy. You know, I want somebody who could just, like, do these hi-ya chops and kind of crazy, crazy voices. Kermy, things like that. My mom used to read to me, and I remember it, but pretty soon after that, as soon as I could read myself, I was reading in my bed <laughs> books of my own. And so the reading aloud thing, I really didn't get to experience until I had my own son, Hank, and every single night I read to him. And I think that I'll keep doing it even as he gets too old to be read to because I really enjoy it. We've read some really fun books. I think our favorite book is, well, a lot of the Roald Dahl books are favorites, but Wayside School by Louis Sakar. Those are hilarious, and they really benefit from an allowed reading, so I would recommend. Tune in next time to hear what happens when another author is in the studio. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.